Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Late Night Football. Uh, it's finished. Tottenham Hotspur 2, Manchester City 0. Uh, Tottenham go top of the Premier League table now with that win. And... Uh, It was a fairly comprehensive performance as far as uh, everything uh, goes, like as far as these games go. I think uh, uh, there was an early goal and uh, just, just City never looked like uh, like winning this game, uh, to be honest. It, it just, uh, there are lots of issues there, but and we'll get into it. But um, let's, let's begin with the start. And uh, there are a few injury concerns, of course, for uh, City. No Sterling, no Sergio Aguero. Both of them started on the bench. Uh, no Fernandinho, he didn't recover in time. And uh, that was, I think, I think those absences make, made a difference. I don't know if they would have made, they would have changed the course of the game because uh, this issue goes far beyond just personnel. But I think those uh, players missing made, made a difference. It definitely made a difference to how City lined up. And um, I mean, uh, we'll get into the players that played and, and what they did. But that was, I think, significant, not having those players available. After all the commotion, by the way, that had happened with Jose Mourinho, you know, who's accusing uh, Pep Guardiola and Raheem Sterling and all of that, uh, finally Sterling didn't actually start the game. And uh, from Spurs, I think the only big uh, um, talking point probably was that Gareth Bale didn't start. But I think that was a good decision. And uh, if, whatever the result, I don't think Gareth Bale is at the point that you would probably put him in this sort of game because I don't think, uh, I don't think him... Son and Kane should be starting these kind of games together. I think I think they need uh, somebody with a little bit more pace, a little bit more energy. Uh, and uh, since you cannot really take out Son or Kane, then Bale has to sit out. So Bergwijn starting was a good decision. And uh, the first goal, uh, it was a defensive lapse. I think there's not a lot. I think there's a lot of ana- analysis that's going on. Um, it was a good move from Kane and um, towards. And Laporte basically got sucked into that uh, to to following uh, the striker. And uh, Cancelo obviously missed, uh, I don't know what he was doing. His job is to mark Son, but he probably missed uh, Son's run. And then Son just goes in and scores the goal. I've been critical of Ndombele. If you remember back in our uh, review show for last season, I'd said that Ndombele was my pick for the most disappointing player of, of the season. And, uh, you know, he's really turned it around. He's completely turned it around this season. He's always been a quality player. I don't think in doubt that, but he had lots of fitness issues, lots of injuries, lots of adaptation issues as well and now I think finally he's over them he's starting to show what he's truly capable of why he's such a star for France why he was such a star in Ligue 1 and now he's coming to the fore and I think uh, Spurs are really really going to benefit from that and uh, I mean at the way that he's playing at the moment uh, she just you know the sky is limit and uh, it's, it's good it's good to see him dovetailing with Kane and, and Son because I think they need that as well I don't think you can keep relying on them every game so for him to come to the fore is also really good And at the same time, it's improving competition because the second goal was scored by Giovanni Lo Celso. And uh, he's now finding himself outside looking in. So for him to score a goal is basically him saying, you know what, don't forget about me, I'm still there as well. So it's good. It's, it's a good, uh, you know, uh, camaraderie in the squad. It's good. And that's credit. A lot of credit goes to uh, Jose Mourinho as well for that. But uh, I mean, both goals, soft goals, really. I mean, the first goal was a really soft goal to concede. You, 
you don't expect a team of City's caliber to be conceding such goals. And it's happening all too often. It's happening all too often this season where they'll have a defensive lap where somebody will lose a mark or somebody will make a foul. It is an issue that, and it's hard to say pinpoint what it is. Is it a team at the end of its cycle? Maybe, but then Laporte and Diaz are still young. Uh, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, players at the end of their careers. And uh, Walker, yeah, maybe they maybe need to start thinking about whether they need to replace him. They definitely need a new left back. I don't think Cancelo. Cancelo is a good stopgap, but they need a proper left back. They need to find somebody that can play uh, that position and play 30, 40 games a season, uh, 50 games even a season, who can play that position. They need somebody who can do that because at the moment they don't have anybody who can do that. Uh, I mean, tactically, I think Pep got it wrong. Uh, there was lots of issues that, that were there. He did, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint exactly because I don't think City played badly up until the point of that you know, they didn't play badly in the middle of the park. Let's just put it that way. They were pinging a few passes together. They were making, you know, decent runs and channels and all of that. But when it came to the final killer pass in that final third, they were struggling. When it came to, you know, making the right decisions in defense and, uh, you know, and Edison was at fault as well for the second goal, they were struggling. So, I mean, the issue is largely around those uh, key areas of the pitch. And I think they need to focus on how to improve that. I, I had no idea, but uh, at this point, but there are tactical issues. There are massive issues. They look blunt in offense, which is something you would never ever say about City. No matter how bad they play, uh, they always seem to score a goal. They would you would expect them to lose three, two, four, two, but they don't expect them to lose like you know without scoring goals. They aren't scoring a lot of goals, and that's causing big issues. And I think that goes beyond Sergio Aguero, um, you know, because Sergio Aguero not starting games, he's been injured, and that's to expect. But he's leaving now. He's going to be gone at the end of the season. I don't think they should keep him. Because of his issues, he's been injury prone since he's come to to City. To be honest, but I think at this point it's probably best to move on to find another striker. But where do they find another striker? Gabriel Jesus is not the answer. And um, I mean, they are missing. They have never really properly replaced Leroy Sané. To be honest, I mean, Leroy Sané was that guy in that Centurion winning season. He was the guy who he had that ability that nobody else had. Everybody else, you know, was he was at he had the direct the quality of being direct of being able to of using his space to be able to open chances to get past park defenses that was that was the key having Leroy Sané and they haven't been able to replace him you know ever since he's got injured last season he didn't play for most of last season he has obviously left now they haven't still found a replacement for him maybe maybe Ferran Torres will be that guy in the future but for now they definitely I think miss him a lot because of the qualities that he brought to the team so I mean, there, there are problems. I and mean, for City, I, I think it's fair to say now that the title... I mean, in any other season, you would now say that the title race is over, the title challenge is over for City. You'd say that. The issue is, of course, the teams that are at the top are Spurs and Leicester, probably. Um, if Liverpool win tomorrow, then I think you have to say that City are done as a title-challenging team this season. If Liverpool don't win, because the, the two teams would then be Spurs and Leicester, and you're not really sure... You don't really know what to expect from those teams. As much as you want to expect a lot, you don't really want to be sure. So you'd still have to keep them in the conversation. But for all practical purposes, I think City this season will really find it very, very tough to mount a title challenge. They'll win the title, but uh, just even mounting a title challenge will be very, very difficult for them uh, this season. But, you know, on that note, we got to talk about uh, Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, Spurs have been amazing, uh, incredibly amazing this, this season. And um, it's, 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 it, it's all coming together for Jose Mourinho. And we said it's the second season. We know he always does well in the second season. So it's all, it's all coming together. I mean, Son and Kane are really, really on fire at the moment. Both of them, you know, Son obviously scoring that first goal, which is a great finish of a, a sign of a man in confidence, by the way. Uh, Kane score, again, making really, you know, doing such a major part for that second goal. And uh, then, of course, uh, getting the assist. 
So they're really doing well. Things are coming together. And Dombele is, of course, playing well. I think Jose got his tactics spot on. I think he realized that, uh, and this is, again, another issue. City normally, you know, was so high intensity, so high intense uh, play with such a high intensity, high tempo. Teams oftentimes, there was a reason why teams were scared to attack them because they knew that if they opened up too much of space, they would, uh, you know, give City the opportunity to cut through now because they're not that intense. Teams are a little bit okay or feel a little bit confident to go a little bit further up the pitch, a little bit more, uh, you know, take a little bit more chances, take a little bit more initiative. And that's hurting City because they're not able to stop those uh, those uh, counter-attacks, those passes that, that are cutting through them. And that's, that's creating major, major issues for City. But Spurs had it spot on. They got that initial goal, which is a bit good, nice piece of play. And then basically it was about... Uh, sitting back, soaking at the pressure and hitting them on the counter. Uh, it didn't work for most of the game, obviously, the counter-attacking part, but it worked once and that's all you really need in a game. Once you get an early goal, that's all you really need. They did that uh, fairly easily. Uh, and again, that, that's that's the issue City have had and that's where they're missing Fernandinho because Fernandinho is the guy who would have probably made that tackle on, on Kane or made sure that the ball didn't get to Kane, that tactical fouling thing that we used to talk about all the time. That's where he's key. I don't think Rodri is, is the, has replaced him effectively. I don't think Gunduan is the answer. So again, that is another key issue. And that's a key issue in that team because if they don't have a player who can stop those counter-attacks, who can organize the team to stop those counter-attacks, then they're in deep, deep trouble. Uh, and that's been shown time and time and time again. We're seeing it this season. That's what's happening. And uh, they need, I mean, Fernandinho is nearing the end of his career as well. So they need a new, they, they need to find someone who can play that role. Again, I don't know who the answer would be. But uh, they, need to, they need to look for someone. They definitely need to look for someone who can do that uh, do that role. But, I mean, all credit to uh, to Spurs again. And again, very solid defensively. You have to say that about Spurs. Very solid, very disciplined. I mean, there was a move, move uh, in, the, in the first half, I believe, where Eric Dyer got the ball and he ran all the way to the halfway line and then he sort of uh, was tackled and the ball went. He followed a couple of steps and then immediately went back because he realized he didn't want to go too far ahead. And that's that discipline. And he could have easily been like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to try to you know, challenge him, see if I can get nick the ball off him or try and stop him. But no, he just remembered and he went right all the way back and remembered his role. So that's discipline. And, and Jose has still drilled that into, into the team. And that's what you want to see. You want to see uh, that from Spurs. Um, in terms of a title challenge for Spurs, I think they are in the conversation now. I think if you're going to keep City and Liverpool in that, then we have to keep Spurs in the conversation. And I think... There is a genuine, genuine expectation now that they will mount, mount a challenge for the title. They've done it before. They've struggled. I mean, imagine it's like 2015, 16 all over again. If Leicester and Spurs are the two teams competing for the title, that could happen. But uh, no, I think they, they're definitely a good, a good team. They have a good first 11 and they have a few parts uh, in that second team. The likes of Bale, the likes of Lucelso. Um, they've got players there that can come in and, and do a job as well. Uh, they might be out with, uh, they might not have Aldo Viral for a while. So that, you know, we'll have to see if Rodon can replace him as well. And then, of course, they've got Orier and uh, uh, Doherty on the right back. So, so they have a few uh, spots where they have some depth. So it, there's, there's a, there is a good opportunity there for Spurs this season to try and challenge for the title. Particularly if Liverpool keep dropping points and City keep dropping points, then they can be there or thereabouts. They can really be um, very, very close. If not in the title, they definitely be very, very close. But uh, as I as you said, I mean, there's, at the moment you're looking at Liverpool, Chelsea, City, uh, Leicester, and Spurs are the five teams that are probably you would say are going to fight for those top four spots. Uh, City are way back at the moment; they're in danger now, and they'll have to start thinking about uh, even a top four challenge at this point because the, it's not a guarantee that they're going to get it. 
and uh, that therefore they need to they need to buck up and start thinking about what, how are they going to do there because there's, there's a chance they could miss out on that. Um, but it's not it's not the best start for Pep after his uh, new two year contract uh, agreement. Again, we'll have to see what the mechanics of that deal will be. Uh, there might even be a thing. I mean, you have got to look at it from the fact that maybe this is a deal to keep to bring Messi in. I mean, that seems the only logical answer to me to do a deal this soon. But uh, I mean, if, if they don't have Champions League football, I don't think that will happen. I think they'll probably get in the top four at the very least. But if they don't, if they don't, then then you have to see. Then you have to wonder if Messi will slow down. Uh, but uh, I mean, take nothing away from Spurs in this game. I think they were absolutely excellent and uh, a wonderful performance. Harry Kane man of the match for me. Absolutely a brilliant performance. And again, very disciplined as well because he not only did the job in, up front, but he was also tackling. He was trying to cover, make covering runs wherever he could. And that really is good. I think on, on, on the note of City players, though, and this is where it's going to be tricky. City have got... Mares has definitely not made the step up. I think he needs to... The, over the next eight months, he's going to have to play a blinder for season or they're going to have to look for a new winger um, or give Foden a chance there. Uh, I think uh, Aguero definitely is, has got to leave. Fernandinho needs to be replaced. Uh, you've got uh, you've got a few players. And Mendy, you, you need, they need a new left-back as well. So there is a rebuilding that's going to happen. And I don't know if Pep wants, fancies that. Hopefully he does and hopefully he wants to uh, rather than just throw money at it. But uh, we'll have to see if Pep fancies that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there are there are problems in that team right now that, that you know, it looks like that it's going to carry on for the season. I mean, it's a long season. By the time I say this, uh, you know, by next week, they could probably just hammer the next team like three or four nil. So we don't, we just, you never know. Uh, but maybe it was just a bad day at the office. But there are, there are issues within within that team and um, yeah same with Jesus Jesus hasn't made that step up as well so they need some they need they need uh, new ideas and new players and it just feels a lot like the 2017 season and just 2016-2017 season it just feels a lot like that where uh, you know uh, City you know had all the possession or all these amazing uh, you know passes flicks and when it came off it looked great but then there were games where they would just look blanked and, and, you know, I run out of ideas, like what, what are we supposed to do? Because nothing would work and they would lose games uh, that you would expect them to win and, and, and you know, and, and struggle there. So it's, a, it's, a, it's looking a bit like that. It's looking a bit like pre-Centurion City right now. And um, it's, it's fine. It's not a, you know, that's, that's how cycles go and teams, you know, improve and stuff. So, but I mean, that's a challenge for Pep now to, to try and see what uh, how he can change that. And the challenge for Mourinho now will be consistency. The good thing for Jose is that Spurs are not in the Champions League. They're in the Europa League. He can probably rest all of his players for all he cares. If, particularly if I think if Spurs are going to win a title challenge, at some point they're going to have to decide, you know, whether Europa is not worth it and uh, start resting players. So they can rest players for full, you know, weeks, for a full week's rest that they can give players that they, they will do. So that's the advantage in some ways for Spurs. And... Um, it's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be um, the challenge for, for Spurs now is with this talk of, talk of title challenge. A would be finding consistency, and B would be managing those expectations and that pressure. Because up until now, it's been let's get into top four, let's get into top four. Now the pressure will change. What's going to be? Let's think of a title challenge. Let's try and win the title. And whether and Spurs have shown in the past that they're not able to cope with that pressure, with that stress. Whether they can do it this time. That's ultimately going to determine whether they win the title or not. But they have got a good manager in Jose Mourinho, who's able, going to be able to do them to give them that edge uh, that they've lacked in previous seasons. Whether that will be enough or not, we shall see. We'll know more as the weeks go. But uh, a great win, two 0 uh, to Tottenham over Manchester City. Great win for Spurs. They go top of the table for now. Leicester or Liverpool can take it back if they get a favorable result. I think a draw will take Leicester back to the top 
of the table. Uh, actually, probably not. Actually, I'm not. let me just quickly take a look at the table. Let's let's quickly take a look at that before we adjourn this one. And um, I think uh, right now Spurs are on twenty. Yeah, right. Uh, Chelsea. Yes. So a win. Uh, Leicester need to win or Liverpool need to win. A Liverpool win will not take them to the top of the table. Liverpool will be second if they win because of goal difference. But a Leicester win will take less. Will take them back to the top of the table. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a great chance for Spurs to end this weekend on top, actually, uh, with all things considered. And uh, it's good now that they've got three points. That takes them three points clear of City and also gives them, means that they've not lost ground to Liverpool or Leicester. So that's important. Or Chelsea, for that matters. So uh, yeah, there's, there's big, big, uh, big things coming ahead in the weekends. And uh, we've got one more game left, and that's Manchester United against West Brom. I'm going to be here for the match reaction for that one as well. Once that is complete, no idea what's going to happen in that game. Absolutely. Uh, but please like this video. If you enjoyed it, let me know in the comments what you thought of the game. Do you think City are coming to the end of a cycle? Do you think uh, Pep Guardiola is the right man to deal with the issues that are coming up now? Can he do it? Can he not do it? And also uh, feel free to uh, subscribe to the channel if you're new, because uh, we want to get to 120 subscribers by the end of this week. But we also want to make sure that you get notified of videos as soon as they launch. So if you subscribe, you can get those uh, notifications. We're going to do still, we've still got a few more to, go, to come today and tomorrow. So please remember to subscribe so you can get notified. Thank you so much. Have a good uh, rest of the day. Enjoy the next game if you're going to watch that. And uh, if not, then enjoy the rest of your weekend. And uh, congratulations to all the Spurs fans and enjoy this time on top. And uh, we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.